This WBEZ podcast is supported by Hacia, whose Executive Fellows Program provides Black and Latinx business owners with real-world tools and strategies needed to master fundamental management concepts related to company stability and growth. Registrants learn through one-on-one executive coaching sessions with subject matter experts in the areas of finance, business development, operations, and legal. More info at HACIAWorks.org. The National Guard has been deployed today after a request from Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot. I spoke earlier today with Aislinn Pulley, the co-founder of Black Lives Matter Chicago and a co-executive director of the Chicago Torture Justice Center. I asked her to talk to us about the city's reaction to the protests and the reasons behind the demonstrations. Well, what's been happening is really a consequence of a number of things. It's a consequence of the fact that Chicago has extraordinarily divested from uh, the public commons, including the closing of 50 public schools, the eradication of affordable housing, the closing of public mental health centers, um, and in turn, the extreme militarization and expansion of policing in Chicago. We also have a legacy of police torture in this city. We also know that police have killed people. We heard today from Cook County State's Attorney Kim Fox, who took great pains to differentiate between the people that were involved in the peaceful demonstrations yesterday and of the looting and the destruction that went on overnight. What is important to know about why that distinction needs to be repeated so often in the media? I think it needs to be repeated so often in the media because the narrative around the enormity of state violence has a paralyzing effect. And so instead of talking about the preponderance of policing, uh, of police violence and militarization that happened yesterday, there's a concentration on vandalism, which we never see replicated in other instances of social unrest. We never see that done when predominantly white people have rioted when sports teams have won. We don't see the pathology. We don't see the criminalization of that. We do see that when it comes to protests that are around the murders of black and brown people. What, what is important to distinguish is the level of militarization and brutality that the police waged against people yesterday. Once people got there and started marching, police began to systematically um, kettle people, which means they began to corner them and um, pull them out of crowds. People were beaten by batons, and this is all in the early in the, in the daylight before nightfall happened. Um, that, that is an intention agitation. That is an intentional act of provoking people. After hours and hours and hours of doing that, it is not a surprise that people, especially young folks, would respond in the way that they did. Illinois' Governor J.B. Pritzker is deploying the National Guard today, and there will continue to be a curfew. Do you think that will help or hurt, or what's your reaction to that? I think, again, it is in a completely asinine and upside-down approach to this crisis. What we should have had is at the beginning of March, we should have had the National Guard deployed to massively test people for COVID. That's what we should have had. We should have, we don't need that now. 
what that is is a further escalation of state violence and allows license for municipalities to enact even greater violence, including the shooting of protesters, which we know have, has happened in this country. And what the curfew will do and what the curfew did last night was gave legal cover to Mayor Lightfoot to conduct mass arrests while trapping people downtown. CTA was shut off. Bridges were lifted. Protesters could not get home. And when you implement a curfew without allowing people to leave, it's clear entrapment. Do you think the federal government has a role to play in helping Chicago? I think absolutely. Partly what we're seeing is the consequence of Donald Trump inciting massive white supremacist violence and by saying that the consequence of protest is to shoot at people. That has a direct consequence to the cities that have been organizing around demanding um, accountability for the murders of not only George Floyd, but Breonna Taylor and Tony McDade and, and so many others and so many people that we don't yet have names for. So what the federal government does has incredible consequence and incredible impact. What Trump did was used dog whistle language to give the give permission to white supremacists who have already been showing up throughout this pandemic to come and now enact and deliver vigilante violence to people. It's further throwing fuel on a, on a raging fire. And it is absolutely the responsibility of every single municipality and government to rein themselves in. I do not have any faith that they will, but the consequences and the bloodshed and the pain that has been a result of that and will continue to be a result of that is on their hands. That's Aislinn Pulley, the co-founder of Black Lives Matter Chicago and a co-executive director of the Chicago Torture Justice Center.